It appears the Terminator franchise has met its dark fate. Matthew McConaughey as Harvey Dent. More Marvel Legend reveals this past weekend, which it happens to be a weekly occurrence. We're going to talk about this and tons more this week on When Geeks Collide. It's your boy, Steve. Uh, what a week. Uh, maybe it's been a little bit longer than a week. But uh, lots going on, lots going down. And uh, first I want to talk about Terminator Dark Fate. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it before or on this podcast or past When Geeks Collide back in the day or even on Wrestling With Myself, but I love Love the Terminator movies. Terminator 1 and 2, two of my top movies of all times. I can't, uh, I can't even count how many times I've probably watched each of those movies, especially Terminator 2. I loved it. I had the figures when I was a kid. Um, you know what? I didn't mind Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, continued the story. Uh, I didn't mind Terminator Salvation, actually. I, I liked it a lot. I love the idea of, like, just kind of changing the formula, you know, putting it into the future already. And out of Terminator Salvation, we got the uh, amazing Christian Bale on set rant. Let's hear a little bit of that right now. Kick your fucking ass! I want you off the fucking set, you prick! Sorry. Now don't just be sorry, think for one fucking second! The, the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce! Do I want? No! No! Don't shut me up! Am I gonna walk around and rip your fucking lights down? In the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, uh, da 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 da, like this in the background. What any fucking idea about? Hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? So yeah, <laughs> there was some of that. Oh man, uh, <laughs> after all these years, I still laugh. My ass off at that clip. Oh, good for you. But yeah, no, I, I like Terminator Salvation. I'm getting way off track here. But I did like Terminator Salvation. It was something different. Uh, you know, Arnold couldn't be in that one because he, uh, 
he couldn't be in it because he, I think at the time, was governor. But they uh, they ended up doing like the the CGI um, character, I guess. Arnold's face on it, and it was cool. Um, and then there was Terminator Genesis, which, in theory, was really cool. The match, um, the match, the movie started, you know, almost being like shot for shot of the original, and then it changed. Uh, of course, they made John Connor the uh, the villain, and uh, it was uh, really stupid, and. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the greatest movie, but uh, I, for a popcorn movie, I enjoyed it. But uh, continuing the story was meh. So, you know, when I get told or when I read that Linda Hamilton signed on, right away I'm just like, okay, here we go. It's, it's going to be great. But, um, yeah, no, it's not great. And this is a major spoiler right here. Uh and I'm sure most people know this by now, but in Terminator 2, Terminator 1, Reese goes back in time to protect Sarah Connor from the Terminator that wants to kill her to prevent the birth of her son, John Connor, who's going to lead the resistance. Okay? Terminator 2, they send back another Terminator to kill John Connor, and they send the Terminator to protect him. So the whole movie... You know, yes, uh, you know, there's, they blow up Cyberdyne and, or Cyberdyne, sorry, and uh, everything like that. Uh, but the main purpose of the movie is to protect John Connor. In Terminator Dark Fate, in the first two minutes they kill off John Connor what in the blue fudge are you kidding me now the movie itself is bombing you know before I get to that there are a lot of scenes in the movie that I do enjoy but once they killed off John Connor it completely, completely took me out of the movie. It's just like, why have we been watching these movies for the past, you know? Terminator came out in 84, the year I was born. 35 years of this story. Why, you know, people invest in this stuff. There's fanboys that love the Terminator series. Like, to be like, oh, we're just going to kill him off. I hate it. It reminds me of Last Jedi, which I liked, but it reminds me of Last Jedi when, like, Ryan Johnson, you know, kills off Snoke, and it's just like, you have these best laid plans, and you just kind of, you know, like, I don't even know the point I'm trying to make right now, but, like, you... I guess you're invested. You're invested in the character. You're invested in the story. And then right away they tell you, nope, that's not it. And then this whole, you know, this may get a rattle some cages, but 
this whole, um, you know, updating the story. Now it's a woman who's going to be the savior. And, you know, like, that's fine. Like, and I get there's not that many strong female characters in movies. And I get that. But Terminator, the Terminator franchise always had a strong female character, Sarah Connor. Okay. So, you know what? It's funny here. The movie is bombing. Uh, but, you know, I'm currently on Rotten Tomatoes. And with the critics, it has a 71%. That's pretty fresh. And with the audience score, it's got 84%. Now, if this is just people going to see it for what it is, a popcorn movie... Fantastic. I get it. There's some really cool scenes in it. There's some cool action. I like Tim Miller. I think he's great. He did some great stuff with uh, Deadpool. I'm, I heard that he, uh, there's like a, an anima, animatic for like one of the Batman games that he directed. It's great. It's, you know, fantastic. But, like, I, you know what? I'm not even going to say anymore. I want you to give me your opinion, give me your feedback at when geeks collide on Twitter, whatever comment on this podcast. Tell me, what did you think of Terminator Dark Fate? And do you think that there's going to be another Terminator movie? Because right now I think they're going to have to do a complete, complete ground up reboot because I don't know where, it honestly can go from here, to be, to be honest, TBH. Now I want to talk about Hasbro, Marvel Legends. They have done it again. At the Luca Comics and Games 2019, I don't know what that is, it's somewhere in Europe, they revealed more Age of Apocalypse Marvel Legend figures coming out. We're going to get an updated Sunfire. We're going to get Wild Child. And then they showed us that we're getting an updated Crossbones. And if that wasn't enough, at um, also in Europe, at Barcelona Manga 2019 in Spain, they revealed two more Marvel Legends. Dark Beast from Age of Apocalypse and Jean Grey, which, so now that's a full wave of Age of Apocalypse figures we're going to be getting. The other ones are going to be um, Weapon X, Wolverine, X-Men, who is the Age of Apocalypse version of Cable, and Morph. Now, I really want a Morph figure. That's not quite the Morph I'm hoping for, but if they're making that Morph, maybe we'll get to the good morph, especially with the uh, the jacket Cyclops going around, you know, you can use that to make a pretty sweet morph. Uh, but yeah, no, this uh, wave looks amazing, fantastic. I'm all in. Hasbro continuing to take all my money. They have not revealed what the build a figure is yet, but in the image of the Wild Child, there's a chain and it's going off like out of frame. Uh, rumors are that the Build-A-Figure is going to be Sabretooth, because Sabretooth 
in Age of Apocalypse had Wild Child on a uh, a leash on a chain. So Sabretooth would be pretty pretty sweet. I think Magneto would be pretty sweet. Uh, even the Age of Apocalypse Apocalypse would be pretty cool. But yeah, Marvel again, Hasbro, Marvel Legends, killing it. Another week. Well, by the time this comes out, it might be more than a week, but another week, more Marvel Legend reveals, lots of Star Wars reveals, I'm not really going to go into that, uh, but I did see they're making a Count Dooku Black Series figure, which I think is pretty awesome, because I'm a big fan of Count Dooku. I've always been on the fence with these Black Series figures, though, it's like, uh, like I want to get them, but it's like, there's so many, they're already over a hundred, but, um... I don't know, it's one more thing I guess I'd be collecting. And, you know, I've already, uh, this week I took the deep dive and I bought my first uh, Power Rangers Lightning Force, Lightning Collection, sorry, um, Kimberly Pink Ranger, uh, which I I saw at EV and I was like, I gotta get this. Now, I was really holding off on getting into them until I found a, a Lord Zed, which I've only seen him and like the box is super damaged uh so if anyone has any leads let me know but yeah uh i saw the kimberly and like i gotta get it there was only one i had to get it so i guess i'm buying power rangers now but probably just um the mighty morphin characters in the lightning collection because i did past mighty morphin power rangers i think i watched a little bit of zeo but I didn't go too far past that. So yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what other pickups I got this week. Oh, I got my X-Men uh, Love Triangle, Wolverine, Jean Grey, and Cyclops. Uh, I'm so happy to finally get Jean Grey completing. Now I have the 90s blue team and the 90s gold team completed. Uh, there will be photos to come, uh, I'm going to be reviewing the Love Triangle uh, box set. I also will have a review up of the, I guess it's the Brotherhood box set. It's uh, Magneto, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch. Um, I also just opened that up. So coming up, there's going to be that. I got a bunch of the 80th uh, anniversary, I guess the variants, um, you know, like the... Uh, Wolverine with the cowboy hat and Agent Venom. I got a bunch of those. I'm probably going to reveal all those in one video. I'll review those all in one video. So I got a lot of video content that uh, we're preparing. And in the next uh, week or so, you're going to start seeing a lot more of that drop on YouTube. Um, yeah, but um, I'm going to take a quick break. And uh, when I come back, we will uh, discuss some more... Uh, I guess geeky goodness uh, maybe talk a little bit of wrestling I think I talked about that in the cold open uh, we will have a Logan Savage uh, review uh, I don't know which one it's going to be yet he has sent a few and I'm just going to check it out and maybe when we come back we're going to come back with Logan Savage's uh, Savage movie review or Savage reviews and uh, kind of a bit of a mystery one at the moment so uh, yeah hang in there uh, we'll be back. Don't you go away. We'll be right back.
up there, mofos? This is Logan Savage, and I'm back with another Savage Review. Today, I'm reviewing Hellboy 2019. Yeah, 2019 saw a crazy summer movie lineup, and mixed in that lineup was Hellboy that everybody forgot came out. That's right. Even myself. I didn't go watch it in the theater. I actually waited for uh, it to come out on VOD. Um, <clears throat> so, Hellboy. I'm a huge fan of the comics. Read a lot of the comics. I haven't read all of it. Um, I just remember back in the day uh, going to the comic book store and getting uh, the, the, the comic book of Hellboy where there is like a, um, uh, where there's the devil fucks somebody in the ass and then there's a baby, a demon that comes out of this person's ass and <laughs> Hellboy is a crazy story. I mean, with just a bunch of weird characters and, um, I mean, it's stuff I love. I, lo I love weird and crazy shit like that. So, uh, way back in the day when Guillermo del Toro made his movies with Ron Perlman, uh, I rushed out to the theater to watch those movies. They were fantastic. Ron Perlman was Hellboy to me. Um, and part two came out. It was, it was, it wasn't as good as part one, uh, mainly because there wasn't a lot of Hellboy stuff in it. It was mostly about Abe Sapien and a love story with him and that uh, White Walker Queen. I don't even know what she was. It's been so long. I need to rewatch those movies. I need to make a mental note to rewatch Hellboy 1 and 2. I'm doing it. But Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman wanted to make a third movie. And the studio and, and, and Del Toro just couldn't come to an agreement on how much the budget should be for a third movie. Guillermo wanted to do an epic, uh, movie and needed an ep and he needed an epic budget. Uh, the studios didn't want him to, to have an epic budget like that. They wanted to scale it down a little bit because Part two didn't make as much money as part one, and part one didn't wasn't the blockbuster that everybody thinks it is. It did well, but it didn't rake in a billion dollars. So now in 2019 we get an, a third Hellboy movie, but it's kind of like a prequel reboot of sort, and it has David Harbour from uh, Stranger Things. Now, when I heard that news, I was excited because I like David Harbour. And in the years since Hellboy 2, I think it was called The Golden Army, uh, Ron Perlman has gotten older. And really, do we want to see old man, you know, Hellboy? Not really. Uh, I don't. Uh, Ron Perlman looks like he's shriveling up. You know, he's getting older. He's starting to look like um, like Clint Eastwood to me. So, 
I was kind of happy that David Harbour was casted because he's young, he's fresh, he's good on that TV show, Stranger Things. I was psyched. Plus, I also heard that the comic book creator, um, I'm blanking on his name. Hold on. I have an assistant. Hold on. Google, who is the writer of Hellboy? And my assistant is ignoring me. Hey, Google, who is the writer of Hellboy? Hellboy's story was written by Mike Mignola. There we go. Mike Mignola. Mike Mignola wrote the movie Hellboy 2019. Um, and... It was directed, here we go again. Hey Google, who directed Hellboy 2019? Hellboy was directed by Neil Marshall. Neil Marshall, Neil Marshall. Uh, I don't really know too much about Neil Marshall. I'm gonna have to maybe do some research on him, but I was excited for this movie. Then I saw the trailer and the trailer was awful. I mean, the wrong song choices in this trailer, comedy that wasn't funny, Hellboy looked good, David Harbour sounded good as Hellboy, but for some reason, this trailer was garbage, and I wasn't going to watch a garbage movie in the theater when there's Endgame and Spider-Man and all these great blockbusters that came out this year. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend my money on this heaping pile of garbage. Then the reviews came out. Hold on. Let's find out what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Hey Google, what did Hellboy 2019 get on Rotten Tomatoes? Sorry, I'm not sure how to help. Ah, I didn't I didn't say that properly. Hey Google. What did Hellboy 2019 I'm just going to Actors in Hellboy include Hellboy, King Arthur, Ben Daimio, and others. You know what? I'm just going to I'm just going to give that a rest. Anyways, I don't know what it got on I don't remember what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. Who really cares? But I know that it didn't get good reviews. I think the audience reviews were a little bit better, but I chose to wait and watch this movie. And I watched it recently, and it's everything that that I knew it was going to be. Music in it, first off, because I was talking about the music in the trailer, was horrible. It was just generic, crappy rock music, sprinkled in with some classic rock that we've all heard in a thousand other movies. We, when we want to hear rock music, we want to hear, I don't know, something that goes with the scene. Maybe um, Kickstart Your Heart, they played in it. That went with that scene. But everything else, there was a lot of generic rock music that you can turn on the radio and find right in your car. I, I did not like most of the music. Um, I'm going to have to say the pacing of this movie was all off. 
they tried to cram so much into it with huge, all kinds of characters from the comic book. It starts off with Hellboy in Mexico going to a, um, to a Lucha Libre wrestling match, which I, I thought was awesome. And I had that comic where he does that, where he wrestles in the Lucha Libre uh, wrestling show. And uh, I thought, okay, this is cool. It's starting off awesome, you know. Even though the real first scene almost had like no background sound to it. All you heard were was like almost like ADR of... Um, of the characters talking to each other. It was it was bad. But then it went into that wrestling scene and that was cool. So there was cool elements to this. David Harbour was really good as Hellboy, but he was almost being too comedic. And I even heard David Harbour say that this is like a younger version, almost like a teenage version of um, Ron Perlman's Hellboy. Which, okay, he's a teenager version of him um, and we actually get a flashback to him in the 90s uh, looking very grunge but um, you know a lot of the comedy just didn't land I mean it was, it was this is a comedy it's it's not a, it with action it's an action comedy but I mean I would say it's more of a comedy than an action uh, some of the action scenes were good I'll give I'll give them that there's there's some really good action uh, sequences in this movie. Um, the practical effects, practical effects were great. I couldn't even tell sometimes what was real and what was fake. I mean, it just the practical effects and and the um, the, the the creature designs were amazing, but then. The CGI in the movie was horrible. It was almost like CGI from 10 years ago. I mean, I think Avatar has better CGI than this movie. And that's from 10 years ago. So, um, let's go to Ian McShane. What the hell was he doing in this movie? I have no idea. Ian McShane is a great actor in Deadwood, in a great TV show right now called uh, American Gods. He did not show up with his A-game in this movie. He was just there as a prop. He could have been a chair in the scene, really. I don't know what he was doing in this movie. Did not give his 100%. Maybe he had issues with the director, writers, I don't know. Um... God, where else do I go from here? There, there are some good. There are some good parts in this, even though I don't like a movie that promises uh, sequels and gives you three or four different endings. We got to see like a tease of uh, Abe Sapien. It was cool, and um, there was the Baba Yaga, but really we're. We're never going to get to see those storylines play out because really this movie failed on, on almost every level. So we're never going to see a sequel to it. We might see a Del Toro sequel to his movies before we see a sequel to this movie. I'm just going to 
I'm just going to end this review with I did not like this movie. Uh, I do not recommend this movie. I would have to say if you do check it out, don't pay too much money for it. If it's on Netflix or whatever, then maybe check it out. If you fall, feel like falling asleep, taking a nap, uh, this movie will definitely put you to sleep. It put me to sleep once, and then I had to you know, wake up and rewind and keep watching. Uh, it was a hard watch, even though I love some of these characters, and, and some, of, some of the scenes were action-packed. Uh, the giant scene was really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to give this, uh, I'm gonna have to give this a one, one and a quarter star. So that's my review for Hellboy 2019. Um, I did not like it. I did not. Um, and yeah, I mean, check me out on all my socials uh logan savage 77 on instagram and uh logan savage on facebook and the logan savage on uh twitter even though i do not tweet uh yeah and i'll catch you guys next time oh, da -da -da -da. there was logan savage with his review of the latest I guess the reboot of Hellboy. Uh, good stuff. I uh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I didn't really hear good things about it, um, but I'll check it. I'll check it out. Um, I do. I do love the original Hellboy with uh, Ron Perlman. It's a great movie. I didn't really like the second one as much, but I definitely like the first one. Uh, so, you know. Uh, when I record this, I record it kind of uh, each segment in like sections because like sometimes I get busy. And uh, I was planning on uh, just doing one episode, but so much like I took some time from the last episode to now, and uh, there's so much news that's happened. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of make a extended episode covering I guess two weeks of news. Um, so, the, the news now I'm going to talk about is, uh, AEW Full Gear, uh, the, uh, pay-per-view. Uh, I have to say, again, I'm loving everything coming from AEW. Uh, when I watch it, it feels like I'm watching, like, I don't know, almost like a combination of ECW and WCW. You know, something different from WWE, uh, great action, the crowds are super, super uh, into everything, which is always a great thing. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not going to, you know, maybe go through, like, the whole pay-per-view, but uh, I can go through, I, I just want to talk about some of the matches that I really enjoyed. Uh, one of them being Sean Spears versus uh, Joey Janela. I find a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say like Spears isn't really, he isn't over in AEW um, with the fans. I, I disagree. I think he's going for uh, old school heel 
and uh, I think he's playing his part perfectly. I love Tully Blanchard being with him. I just like the use of Tully Blanchard. Um, you know, he has a lot to offer, and you know, just being a original Four Horsemen alone is a enough name value. Uh, I guess you would say. Um, man, so many ahs and mm's. I'm really trying to stop it, but uh, clearly it's not working. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I digress. Um, yeah, I really, I really liked, uh, I really liked, uh, oh my god, I just pointed out and like, alright, I really liked, uh, Spears and Janela. Uh, it, it was... It, it told a story, I find. And um, it was good. And I think the crowd really got into it as well. I think Spears is going to end up being one of the top heels in the company if they uh, keep it going as is. Uh, another match I liked a lot. I loved Adam Page and Pac. Or Pac. Whatever it is. Um, great match. Uh, you know... Adam Page getting the win, but then on Dynamite, fast forward Dynamite on Wednesday, and then Pac got the win back, so, you know, what can I say there, but uh, the title match between Jericho and Cody, uh, I have to say Cody is by far the most over babyface in AEW, and from every pay-per-view, even going back to uh, All In, he has had my favorite match on every show. Maybe technically not the best matches, but storytelling, off the charts. And, you know, the story with MJF throwing in the towel, uh, really enjoyed it. Um, I think MJF is great young talent, he's gonna, you know, he's just getting started, and he, he currently, I would say, is probably, like, the number one heel, I guess Jericho is, because he's the champ, but, you know, he's, he's number two, but, yeah, uh, great stuff from AEW, um, the TV was great, uh, again, two weeks in a row, I guess I'm covering two weeks, uh, they beat, NXT in the ratings uh, last week it was it was very close it's the closest it's ever been this week they went they went uh, apparently AEW went up 16% and um, they won the ratings so that's always good um, not saying I don't want WWE to do well but the, the actual WWE product is just so stale to me like even this NXT thing you know, when um, everyone was trapped in Saudi Arabia and they did the Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan match and just had NXT on SmackDown, they're so good. Then they did it on Raw and I was meh, you know? Uh, you know, like the actual, like, I guess main brand stuff, I have no interest in. While I find I make sure every week that I'm watching AEW. So. That must uh, say something. But, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Wow, I completely lost my train of thought there. Uh, yeah, so in a whole, uh, on the whole, I'll give uh, Full Gear a thumbs up. Uh, four and a half stars out of five. I, you know, if I can watch a wrestling show and it doesn't feel like it's dragging forever and I'm entertained, that's a win for me. Uh, you know, what do you think? What did you think of the pay-per-view? You can comment on uh, Facebook, Twitter, you know, whatever. Get at get at us, you know. Let me know. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Disney Plus. I gotta talk about this. I got Disney Plus. I tried for the seven day trial. Uh, I didn't even watch anything. Just going through the list of things on. The, uh, I guess the app, the streaming service, uh, just going through the list, I was sold and I immediately signed up. Um, it's really good. Like, there's things on there that, like, it's funny, I read an article about the movie Mr. Boogity going, becoming a cult classic <laughs> because it's on Disney+. Plus. Uh, my family watched Mr. Boogity all the time. They used to get played on Wonderful World Disney. And we liked it. Uh, I'm afraid to watch it because it's probably not going to hold up. But uh, back in the day, it was it was pretty good. Um, but that's just some stuff. Like, they got, like, you know, when you think Disney, you think of animated stuff and kids stuff. But there's so many movies on there. So many things I wasn't expecting to see. Um, of course, all the Star Wars stuff. All the Marvel movies. They have the original X Men uh, cartoon from the '90s. They have uh, season one through thirty of The Simpsons. I used to be a huge Simpsons fan, and I think something people aren't realizing: they own Fox. Hence, why they have The Simpsons. They don't even have all the Fox content on there yet that they're going to put on. Like, there's still so much. Like, I'm sure eventually, you know, the X Men movies will be on there and uh, stuff like that. But, like, Avatar's on there. I'm pretty sure that was in a Disney movie. Uh, not to have any interest, I'm never going to watch it. But they have all the Star Wars movies, which I've been trying to watch in order to uh, get myself ready for Rise of Skywalker. Uh, the, the, the selection, like, it's like, you put it on, it's like... Where do I even start? They have, like, every Marvel cartoon ever. They have Iron Man and Fantastic Four from the Marvel Action Hour back in the early 90s. They got the Spider-Man 90s cartoon. They got Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. They got Spider-Woman, I think, from the 70s. Like, the selection is insane if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a Star Wars fan. There's some documentaries on there. All the, like, Lego shorts... That if you've ever seen any of them, or the Lego movies for Star Wars and for uh, uh, Marvel, they have them on there. Like, and this is just launching. Uh, let alone uh, the Mandalorian, which I watched. I've now watched both episodes. I have to say, I love it. It feels like a western. Uh, we're only like two episodes in. Like, I'm actually excited to watch the next one. I was kind of, I was excited to uh, come home to watch uh, 
to watch um, the movie, uh, to, to watch the show uh, yesterday, today. Uh, but yeah, great stuff. Uh, that character, that character is definitely going to be the new, uh, the new Boba Fett, but better because you're going to learn, you're going to learn about him. You're going to learn like who he is, you know, like Boba Fett, you Boba Fett's super popular. I think he's got like a combined screen time of less than 20 minutes, you know? But, you know, that's just how, that's just how these kind of things go. Uh, yeah, so, did you get Disney Plus? What do you think? Uh, is it, uh, I, I, I had Netflix, and, uh, I, I do my Netflix, uh, I pay it, I buy the uh, Netflix gift card, and, um, I would, uh, you know, get so many months, and it ran out. And it's been about a month, maybe a month and a half, and I haven't renewed it. And now that I got Disney Plus, I don't think I want to. Um, yeah, that's pretty crazy because I love Netflix. So I don't know. What do you think? Uh, keep Disney Plus, drop Netflix, keep them both, you know? Uh,. But I'm just going to take a quick break. Uh, when I come back, we'll talk about Season 3 of The Toys That Made Us, which is now streaming on Netflix. Uh, you know, I watched a couple episodes of that. Uh, I just uh, said how I, I don't have Netflix, and then I watched something on Netflix. But, you know, internet. So, yeah. Uh... I'll be uh, back in a flash, and uh, we'll discuss, well, I'll discuss the toys that made us. So, uh, just hang in there. We'll be right back. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? And we're back when geeks collide. So, before that quick little break, I wanted to, uh, I said I wanted to talk about the toys that made us. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever watched uh, The Toys That Made Us, uh, but it's a Netflix and it's a documentary series about uh, toys, and they go through different action figure lines. It's not even the lines, just uh, they'll go through, like, uh, they'll pick a topic and they'll go through it. And so, like, there was a Star Wars one, and they talk about all Star Wars toys from the 70s and 90s to now. Uh, you know... Star Trek, G.I. Joe, uh, but now it's season three, and on this season, they were, they were doing a wrestling one, a professional wrestling one. Now, um, I was excited when I heard that, um, I don't know if you all know, but I, I don't really collect, uh, too much wrestling action figures, uh, when I was a kid. I did, I had everything, I had LJNs, I had Hasbros, then the Jax figures when they came out, uh, but currently I collect uh, WWF Hasbro figures. Uh, I also buy the WWE Mattel uh, retro figures, even though that's on hiatus, there's still a few I, I need to snag, but that's really about it. I have like the odd 
figure. Like, I have a elite Terry Funk. Uh, honestly, that's really it. Uh, but, anyways, I was excited for this episode. So, that was the first one I watched. And I have to say, um, yeah, it was a letdown. Uh, they kind of went over, like, kind of, like, the history of, like, wrestling action figures, but they ignored so much. Like, it was really, like, bizarre how much they actually left out. Like, wrestling figures, the LJNs weren't the rest, first wrestling figures. Uh, there was stuff in Japan years ago. Uh, but that's not even it. It's like, they kind of made the whole thing more about, like, the Monday Night War. Hardly talked about Jax at all. They, like, made fun of the Bone Crunchers, and uh, people were saying they were ugly and they were garbage. But you know what? When those came out, they were the only things we had, and they were amazing. Um, they, you know, they talked about some uh, original San Francisco Toymaker stuff, and when they talked about the WCW figures, they didn't talk about, like... The line they had, like, 95, 96, I think, you know, like, when Hogan first got there, um, they were kind of like LJNs, but they were WCW, and they were harder. They didn't even talk about those. They went right to um, the, like, the ones they were making before um, Toy Biz got the WCW license. They were, they were weird. They, like, didn't really look like them. There was big ones. There were small ones. Their heads were really big. Like, not really the best uh, figures. But they just went right to those. They kind of glossed over the vibrating action figures, which I'm sure a lot of people remember. And, yeah, it was just... They hardly, to me, hardly talked about Hasbro's. And I think Hasbro's and LJN's are, like the most, like, collectible, like, figures, right? Like, am I wrong? But I'm pretty sure they are. And, uh, they kind of just glossed over it. Um, not even really talking about, like, how Hasbro's, like, in the last few years, like, the popularity has, like, increased. Um, so I wasn't, I didn't really like it, to be honest. I didn't really like the episode. But then I watched the Ninja Turtles episode, and I was like, this is exactly what I want. Um, the Ninja Turtles one was more along the lines of some of the earlier episodes, like the Star Wars and uh, Transformers and stuff like that. And it, it, like, it just has like, kind of a history of Ninja Turtles and, like, uh, you know getting the figures made and, like, how long the line went for it. I found it really interesting. I really liked it. Uh, I'm partially way through the Power Ranger episode, and that one's been pretty good, too. Like, it's cool, like, learning uh, some stuff about, like, Power Rangers that you didn't really know. Um, and it's funny, they, they talk about, uh, there's some Marvel stuff on there, too. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, with the exception of kind of being let down by the wrestling episode, I'm loving it. The show is great, and I think they've only scratched the surface, because there are so many 
more like toy lines and stuff like I don't know if it's uh you would do a superhero one but you could do a a Batman action figure one you could do like just one just about DC just about Marvel because uh, if you just did superheroes together oh man like you know like 45 minutes isn't long enough in my opinion but yeah uh, there's also there's the uh, brony I, I guess my little pony not brony but the, the my little pony episode um, that I'll have to watch too which I will because I watch all of them and yeah that's just like kind of my thoughts uh, I find the wrestling episode was a bit of a letdown but uh, I'm still loving the show I hope you don't have to wait so long till uh, the next season uh, one funny thing uh, I realized well not realized but I guess I realized uh, Zack Ryder talked a lot about uh, them filming toys that made us with him and he's not on it at all like he's like completely cut so <laughs> that's pretty where I wonder how he's gonna feel about that but they, they added a new thing to the end of the show now where they show people's like collections like photos of people's action figure collections and then they say where they're from and stuff and that's really cool uh but yeah you know like I said, wrestling episodes disappointing, but uh, the toys that made us back on Netflix. Uh, again, tell me what you think, and uh, yeah, you know, I'm loving it. How about you? All right. Also, been getting a lot of uh, pretty good feedback from the last episode um, when I reviewed horror movies. Not really reviewed them, but just talked about my top five horror movie um, series. Uh, I, I love any feedback you guys have, uh, or any, you know, you want to send us an email, a private message, slide into those DMs, you know. Uh, that's, that's cool. Um, I would love for everyone to just share, like, I'm not trying to get, like, a million listens per episode, I'm just kind of, like, using this as an outlet, it's kind of almost therapy, like, just kind of talk about, like, things I like, and, you know, some people like them, too, um, you know, the best way to contact us, you can, we're on Twitter, uh, twitter.com, obviously, uh, WGC Network, and, uh, you can find us there, Type in When Geeks Glide on Facebook and YouTube, and we're there. Um, you know, comments, leave comments, uh, send messages. Uh, we're, we're open to anything. Uh, we, it's me, and, you know, Logan Savage has been doing the reviews. Uh, coming up, there's going to be guests. Um, I think everyone's probably tired of me talking to myself for about an hour. Uh, so, we're going to have all kinds of guests, uh, probably mostly people in the wrestling, uh, business, um, because that's mostly who I talk to and hang around with, most of my friends are other wrestlers, uh, yeah, uh, 
this week I'm going to leave it. Uh, next week I want to talk about my top five uh, action figures, toys to play with uh, when I was a kid. Uh, not talking about what I collect now. Uh, what I what was like my favorite when I was a kid. And uh, I'm going to do the top five, but also I would like to do another top five of other people's. So I uh, pretty much do a poll. So if you want to let me know, uh, you know, reach, retreat, uh, maybe hashtag top five toys. Uh, and just let me know some of your uh, favorite action figure uh lines or just toys you used to play with when you were a kid. Uh, I'd love to know. Uh, we'll go through the, we'll like take all the results and I'll do a top five fan list and also my top five personal list. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think going forward, I'm probably going to do that. Uh, what I plan on doing is just kind of, um, doing some little interviews with people and just asking them uh, what th their favorite are, and we'll probably do it every week. Get a couple sound clips in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, is that a dumb idea? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, just I guess trying to make the show uh, more interactive. Again, I'm super happy with uh, the way this has been going. Uh, it's funny because as the days and weeks go on, and I look at uh, you know, the listens, uh, older episodes, uh, increase, and as they increase, the newer ones, like, it's like a trickle-down effect, it's like, people are finding the show and listening, or at least they're gi giving it a try, and, uh, you know, if you're a new listener, thanks for listening, if you are a regular, uh, you know, share with your friends, and, uh, you know, so get this out there. Uh, you know, maybe you're tired of hearing of me. I'm on uh, most episodes of Wrestling With Myself with uh, Scotty O'Shea, and I love doing that. It's fun, but that's a different type of show, like, where we just bullshit and we're being funny, you know? And this is, you know, just me being a geek, being a nerd, uh, talking about things I love, uh, movies, toys, you know, wrestling, just things that make me tick, I guess, uh... I guess you could say. But yeah, uh, going forward, uh, like I said, I, I, I really want to start making it more interactive. So any suggestions or anything you have, uh, send me a message. Let me know, you know. Uh, any kind of guest you want to have, you know. Again, let, let me know what you, what you want or who you'd like to hear. Uh I, uh, I've talked about my, my friend. I have a, uh, friend that works for a major toy store. He's going to be coming on and doing, uh, a few episodes. We're going to talk, talk shop, uh, and what it's like to work in a, in a toy retailer. Uh, when I, I was younger, I worked at Walmart in the toy department and it was, one of the best, but yet one of the worst jobs I ever had. Uh, but to me, my dream job has always been to work in a toy store or a comic book shop. Used to be a video store, but, you know, we don't have too many of those uh, around anywhere nowadays. 
But yeah, you know what? That's one thing I really miss though, like the video store. Like going on a Friday night and picking out like your movies for the weekend, just such a great lost uh, art that we don't uh, we don't get to do. I guess it's not really an art, but it's like funny. Like my kids have been to video stores, but you know what? In a few years, they're not going to remember going to a video store. They're going to remember Netflix. They're going to remember buying. Uh, their whatever they liked, whatever show or movie they liked, they're gonna remember that. You know? Like, video games, It's I find it so hard. I have a PlayStation 4 and I don't own very many games because I don't just wanna you know I, don't, I just don't wanna go and like buy a game. Like, I, I wanna test it. And, you know, that's what was great about a video store back then. You can rent a game and uh, if you liked it, you end up going and buying it. And if you didn't like it, you probably never played it again. You just told all your friends how much it sucked. You know? Uh, that, that's something you, you can't really experience. I guess you could do, like, trials and stuff. I don't even know. Like, I'm the worst kind of gamer there is. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like, I buy the wrestling games, and I, I'm not buying uh, WWE 2K20 this time around, and I like Grand Theft Auto, and I like the Lego Marvel DC games, you know, that's what I like, and, uh, that's pretty much all I buy, so, yeah, I think maybe, um, gonna wrap it up a little bit, uh, just talk about some of the stuff I got going on, uh, this weekend, uh, November 17th, Alpha 1 Wrestling Final Act 10. Uh, pretty big show. Uh, I think VIP uh, or gold tickets are already sold out. Um, it's it's going to be it's going to be a great show. Uh, I am wrestling in the Ultimate Scramble. I'll be uh, taking on uh, a number of individuals, namely Justin Sane, the current Alpha One Wrestling Outer Limits Champion. Um, I am also, it's my 17th, oh, 17th, 18th year anniversary of being in wrestling. Uh, on November 17th, 2001, uh, was my first day of pro wrestling training. Myself and Stephen Elias and Brandon Rage, I don't know if anyone knows him, and a few others. Um, that was our first day, which consisted of us picking up a wrestling ring, building a wrestling ring at the school, and then we did some, a few uh, things inside the ring after that. Uh, and yeah, that was the first day. Uh, so, you know, be pretty big deal to win uh, an Alpha 1 championship on my 18th anniversary, but then again, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm really not that old, I did start when I was 17, but uh, yeah, got that uh, next, so well, November 23rd, uh, New School Wrestling is back in Hamilton on a Saturday night, 
Uh, it's going to be at the Germania Club in Hamilton. And I believe I'm taking on Pretty Ricky. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless me. Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Pretty pretty Ricky, uh, he's one of my favorites to uh, watch. And uh, I have had a match with him before. It was a lot of fun. It's going to be great to do it for NSW. Uh, again, it's at the Germania Club, Saturday night, uh, 7 p.m., and then afterwards, the show, uh, we're going to be doing a after party at, uh, Wendell Clark's, uh, in Hamilton here, uh, I think it's 28 James Street, uh, don't quote me on that, but Wendell Clark's Hamilton, downtown, uh, we're going to be there for an after party, uh, so yeah, uh, if you're interested, tickets are available on Eventbrite, you know, go to Eventbrite, type in NSW Secrets Out, that is the name of the show, uh, yeah, lots going on, lots planned, I think I say it every week, lots planned, but yeah, there is a lot planned, and a lot going on, and pretty much, that's all I can really think of talking about right now. Uh, this is Steve, When Geeks Collide. Oh, I know what I want to talk about before we uh, close off. Uh, about a week ago, a video of me um, got a little traction online uh, doing a wrestling promo at an Alpha One event in uh, Curtis, Ontario at a flea market. And I'm just cutting up the crowd. I'm the bad guy. And... Uh, uh, Ethan Page uh, yells, wrap it up, Tom Sikora, and it's it's a funny video, and it got a little bit of traction. I didn't really talk about it. It got some views, but then uh, the other day, I was informed that they watch it and talk about it on the Joe Rogan uh, experience, which is pretty cool. Uh, they say my name. They don't say my name, but you can hear my name. Uh, it was just cool little moment, uh, lots of people messaging me, um, just, just a cool thing, uh, so yeah, uh, if you want to see the whole promo, you can go to independentwrestling.tv, and, uh, you can use code alpha1, and, uh, you can watch the event, I think it's a flea market fight club, and you can watch the whole promo, and, uh, lots more alpha1 events on there, NSW events are on there. I think we got PWO on there, Pro Wrestling Ontario. So check it out. But yeah, it was a pretty cool moment. Uh, my little uh, 15 seconds of fame, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it, it's cool. Uh, I think it's a bigger deal to some people than it's to me because I don't really listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. And but it's just cool when people are like messaging me and stuff and talking about it, so, yeah, uh, that happened, <laughs> so you can find it on Twitter, uh, Renowned Brown, you, you can find it, it's going around there, but, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, I think I'm, uh, tapped out for, uh, this, I guess not really extended, it's probably not gonna be that much longer episode, but, I guess a two-week, uh, newsworthy covering, um, <laughs> 
I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, covering like two weeks worth of news and just random thoughts. Uh, you know, again, thank you for listening. Please share and uh, thank you. Uh, this is Steve. When geeks collide, geeks out. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it?